Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Let's get y'all caught up on what's going on with the Rams. Before we do that, I wanted to tell you what the gist of this episode is going to be. I already mentioned it once. I was a guest on Payo Time, the Canadian Ram fans live stream last weekend. Spent some time with a bunch of his guests trying to answer questions. And I'm going to share a bunch of excerpts from that. Good stuff. We talk backup quarterbacks, the draft. We cover a lot of ground. I think you'll enjoy it. That's coming up. Let's get you caught up on where the Rams are while the exodus continues. Lots of help wanted signs springing up around Rams headquarters. Riley Dixon, the punter, signs with the Broncos. I'm not overly concerned about that. The Rams will find a good punter off the streets after the draft, I suspect. Brandon Powell, the punt returner. He signs with the Vikings, reunites with coach Kevin O'Connell. Again, not too concerned about that. Brandon Powell was okay as a returner, very reliable with the ball. Didn't turn the ball over at all that I can remember. If we get this McVay offense going like back in the good old days, I'd be happy with Cooper Cup just back there making fair catches, to be honest with you. As for Powell, he wanted to be more involved in the passing game, and it never really happened for him. Got involved in the running game a little bit, but again, I don't think he's a guy that we're really going to miss that much. And David Long, the cornerback signs of the Raiders, we had high hopes for him after the draft and after his first year, but he never really took it up to the next level. Really struggled in coverage at times this past year. I suspect most Ram fans might even be happy he's gone, but be careful what you wish for. Our cornerback group is so thin right now, but like I've said many times, we're going to draft a couple of them, almost guaranteed. Still on the trading block, Allen Robinson. Ram free agents still out there. Marquise Copeland, Ashawn Robinson, who was talking to the Giants last I heard. Taylor Rapp, who has talked with the Patriots and the Bengals. Pretty quiet on the Troy Hill front. David Edwards, who I thought might retire. I haven't heard much about his recovery from those concussions, but he visited with the Buffalo Bills. And then I've heard a smattering of rumors that OBJ might be considering a return to the Rams, or the Rams might be considering making a run at him. And you know what? I'd kind of be behind that because this Rams defense is definitely being rebuilt. The offense is in pretty good shape, really. This team could put up some points, especially if they get that offensive line figured out, which I think they will. Pretty good group coming back on offense, but I'm not too concerned about that group. Do I think OBJ is going to be a Ram in 2023? No, I do not. I really think it's a pipe dream. Rams would have to do some serious restructuring. Maybe it'll happen, but I'm not counting on it. But I think that would wake up some of these people who are predicting a dismal year for the Rams, that's for sure. On defense, a lot of holes still. So maybe, as Tom Court said when he was on a lot of high-scoring games for the Rams this season, March Madness continues. UCLA facing off with Gonzaga. 
the number two seed versus the number three seed. This is going to be epic, I think. It's just such a bummer that UCLA is missing Jalen Clark and might be missing David Singleton and might be missing Adam Bona. Mick Cronin kind of being a little sly about that, saying everybody's day-to-day, including himself. If Singleton can't play, UCLA might be up against it because this is a pretty good Gonzaga team. If they had Clark and Singleton, I'd feel really good about their chances. So this is going to be a tough one. And San Diego State taking on perhaps the best team left in the tournament, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Wouldn't it be sweet if San Diego State found a way to knock them out? And it could happen. This is a good Aztec team, really good defensively, but Alabama's got lots of weapons. So coming up next, a bunch of bits from that live stream with Payo Time, the Canadian Ram fan. And please find his YouTube channel and subscribe. You won't regret it. And then coming up this weekend, we'll be publishing a new mock draft on the YouTube channel. So look out for that as well. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway and the action is just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boost all tournament long. Still riding with UCLA Amari Bailey. Getting it done. He is the Bruins ace in the hole. And I love the way San Diego State plays defense both these teams play really good defense, pulling for them to advance, and that's where I'm putting my money to. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TPPN. Right now, new customers can bet $500 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So let's get into some of the remnants from that live stream with Peo, the Canadian Ram fan. Starts out with some questions about Baker Mayfield moving on to the Bucks, And then there are some follow-up questions regarding the Rams' backup quarterback situation. Um, we have a couple of questions here. Uh, the first one was from Nifty Takedown, and he says, who else is disappointed that Baker went to the Buccaneers instead of playing with the Rams? Now, I'll, I'll just start by saying I was optimistic that if the QB carousel happened around the NFL, that the Rams had a shot of re-signing Baker as the backup. What what are your thoughts on the the bigger? Did you think there was ever much of a chance of him coming back to the Rams? Well, given you know the direction they're obviously taking, I would say no. Uh, early on, I thought, yeah, it'd be nice to have Baker Mayfield back. Uh, but if they're obviously you know um, interested in more twenty twenty four than this year, they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna spend the money on Baker. I mean, I'm not sure what contract he got from the Bucks. I'm sure it's a lot more than the Rams would be willing to pay at this point. Uh, you know, what do they have? 10 million in cap space. Yeah. I think it was like a one year, $8 million or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm disappointed in a lot of things, you know, Greg Gaines leaving, Nick Scott leaving, mm. the list goes on and on, but 
um, Leonard Floyd, but you know, you have to be realistic at the same time. Um, yeah, disappointed Baker Mayfield moved on, but I, I totally understand it at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and again, I'll always treasure, you know, the, the, the Raiders victory, uh, the Baker oh, yeah. led, and of course the, the Christmas, uh, feast, I like to call it, uh, where Baker had a, had himself a game there. And, and the reality is, he made the Rams a lot more watchable this year. By yeah, coming. I think he's the perfect, you know, a perfect backup quarterback. You know, they can come in, extend plays a little bit, uh, make plays off schedule. He's really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly better than Wolford and Perkins. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure if I think for the Bucks, he's just a, you know, a one year starter until they get it figured out. And that makes yeah. that makes sense for him. That makes sense for the Bucks and for Baker, I think. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And Ray asked a question. Hey, Ray. Ray asks. He says, "I'd like the Rams to take um, Hooker at a, a, a quarterback. Do you think he'll drop to the third round?" I've I've only looked up a few highlights of his myself. Are you familiar with Hooker? I don't know much about him. I know that he's slated for – he's kind of in, after that first group of quarterbacks, I think, maybe second, third round. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where he's slated. I, I think I think he's slated for the second round right now. I don't know what the Rams would look for in a quarterback right now. Are they looking for – do they really expect to get um, Stafford's heir apparent? Or are they looking for a guy that can come in and back up really quickly – you know, get spun up, a quick study to uh, get spun up so we don't have that debacle last year if Stafford misses a couple games. And yeah. I'm not sure which one, which hooker would be. Would he be the long-term, you know, heir apparent to Stafford? Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about him at this point. So I, I'm not sure I can answer that question. If he'll drop to the third, the bigger question for me would be, do we want to spend one of those third-round picks on a quarterback uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, personally, I wouldn't. If if we're going to win in 2024, be competitive in 2023, go back to the Super Bowl in 2024 because that's the end game, right? Is Hendon Hooker going to help us get there? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, the, that's fair. And and I think you know we'll, we'll we'll expand on this a little bit here. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Rams quarterback room in general. I know that a lot of Ram fans, including myself, were hoping for like a Gardner Minshew or another veteran quarterback. But we're seeing one by one these veteran quarterbacks are are getting some pretty decent paychecks. So I don't think the Rams are going that route. And we've never seen Sean McVay actually draft a quarterback before. Um, so that's something that I, I'd be fascinated if, if there was a quarterback that Sean McVay is like, you know what, this is this is our guy, right? I mean, it looks like Wolford's not going to come back. Um, it looks like they're letting Perkins uh, test out uh, free agency, and I've heard him that he's had some other teams interested in him just because he is a young player with some experience now. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Going to be interesting to see for sure. If I was less need, I'd be looking for a fifth or sixth round quarterback that could come in and be a quick study. Yeah. Hey, this is just me talking. I I could be way off on that. And there are a few quarterbacks, um, I think, out there that kind of fit the bill, you know, Mm -hmm. that you could grab in the fifth or sixth round. And they're not your future. But, hey, you know, just be ready 
if if something happens to Matt and carry us, carry, you know, get us through two or three games if Stafford gets hurt. Um, you got Bradley here. Hello. And we also got Doc in the house. Good to see you, Doc. Uh, he's saying uh, the wholesale release of the best Rams players continues. I hope they have a plan to replace the gaps. I, I think they do. Uh, they release both quarterbacks, may re-sign Perkins at lower cost. I'd support that over a new rookie. Doc, I always appreciate your your, your comments and your takes. Mark, what are your thoughts on this? You know, while we're talking about kind of the backup quarterback situation, do you think there's a scenario where we have either Perkins or Wolford back as our our backup? You know, next year, I, I feel like the Rams would have a hard time selling that to the Rams fans. Well, I would think uh, if it were again, if I were less need, I would keep one of them and draft use a late draft pick on a quarterback, or find maybe there's someone out there that that has a little bit of experience that they could bring in and uh, and have those three guys, Stafford, Perkins. Perkins would be my choice over. I used to like Wolford more, but I was really disappointed in, in his, well, it's kind of important, his throwing ability. Uh, at least Perkins can create a little a little bit off schedule and, and do a little bit of running. I think he's more dangerous in the red zone like that. So that would be my thought. Um, bring back Perkins and draft, you know, maybe a six rounder. There's some guys there. You know that that I've eyeballed. I don't. You know, it's you never know when these guys are really going to get drafted. But uh, there's guys I like that I would hope would still be there in the sixth round. I wouldn't draft a quarterback earlier. I don't think. Definitely, and 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 I also was a big you know big fan of John Wolford, and I I think the way that that I always kind of my take on Wolford now is he's he's an incredible story who got an opportunity. Um, you know, he, he played well in limited capacity, um, but it did become clear that, uh, he can't consistently be an NFL starting quarterback, um, in this league. And, and especially last year in some of the games where he was just constantly throwing his receivers high, I was scared. Like he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't protecting his receivers because he was just always overthrowing it. And Cooper cup took a really bad hit uh, late in the game that kind of aggravated, aggravated his injury. So I, uh, I, I'd be okay seeing Perkins come back. Uh, I just, I do think that uh, it's time for John Wolford uh, to, to move on. Yeah. I think we're in agreement there. Yeah, we know the draft is coming up. Uh, I know, it, you know, we're still a couple. I guess we're it's at the end of April, so I guess it's it's coming closer than we think. It's not even. It's just over a month away. What would you like to see the Rams do? You know, they have eleven picks. Uh, they don't have a first round pick, but they do have a second and two third round picks. What approach would you like to see the Rams do this draft? Well, I've been doing I've been doing a bunch of mock drafts, and I public I think I've published seventeen mock drafts yeah, in yeah, some yeah. form or another. I just it's just fun, and a lot of times I, it's it's difficult. It's really difficult, but I think it's very clear they have to draft uh, edge and cornerback early and often. What overall strategy though? I'm kind of split. You know, on the one hand. You could just amass, you know, 13 or 14 picks by moving around, bringing a bunch of rookies. And, you know, it's kind of like throwing darts at a board. See what see what hits, see what sticks. Uh, because no matter, you know, you come out of these drafts and a lot of people look at drafts and it's like, oh, 
three years later. What a horrible draft. But, you know, if you can get three starters out of a draft, you're doing okay. Uh, if the Rams could, the Rams could, they really need to nail this one. If they could find four starters moving forward, um, just uh, across, there's there so many position groups that need a little bit of help or a lot of help. Mm-hmm. The other, the other strategy would be do well. There's actually three strategies, and I can't decide. One, the other strategy is to maybe package some of those picks and move up earlier in the maybe late in the first round, or or get an extra second round pick and, and get a couple of studs you really love uh, at the sacrificing quantity. And and the and yet a third thing you could do is try to accumulate drafts next year. But I, I think overall the strategy should be more I think about it is, you know, come out of this draft with 10 guys you like and use 2023 as, as a means of evaluating, you know, okay, what do we have? You know, which, one of the, which ones of these guys are really going to help us long term? And then use that information to go get the guys you need in, in free agency next year when they have some money to spend. That that was a lot to spit out there. I guess yeah, I think uh, uh, I think it's because I'm not really sure what they should do. But that last strategy was the one that I would lean towards. You know, you know, come come out of this draft with nine, ten, eleven rookies. Hopefully, nail four starters out of it. Not necessarily going to start year one. Guys that you will hopefully want to give a second contract to. Yeah, it's kind of funny how the draft works because you know I'll, I'll find a guy a six rounder that are like, Oh my God, I love this guy. I can't believe he's still there. And you pick him, And then you go look at, at some of the recent drafts and, you know, how many of these, you know, fifths, even, even how many of the first and second rounders really work out. It, it's, yeah. you'd be surprised at how many of them don't. So, yeah. you know, it's, you gotta have your, you gotta be realistic about it. You know, if you can find four guys, you know, you're doing okay. I, I would really love to to find um I, I think for me prioritizing finding a rookie pass rusher that can right. come in and 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 help right away. I just I think that our pass rush was too inconsistent last year. Um and uh, I that's just I think I, I know there's other needs on this roster and on this team. But I, I just think that has to be a top priority for this draft. And I, if there's someone that the Rams like that starts to fall a little bit, you know, I wouldn't mind if they were if they were to trade up into the first round to, to get them. I, I yeah, really right. wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Um, there's other position groups I think I'd be disappointed if they were to trade up and, and, and get. But uh, I, I wouldn't mind if they, they traded up for a pass rusher at all. Yeah, there may seem, be some guys that that slip to thirty six that'll be there at thirty six. But you're right. If there's a guy you really love, you know, there's that old Bobby Wagner story, right? Where they they were trying, they wanted to draft Bobby Wagner, and I, f- I forget who it was. They they drafted someone else instead. I forget who it was because they thought Wagner was going to slip to their next pick, something like that, and they lost out on him. So if there's a guy you really like, and the, the edge rushers, I think that'll be in their wheelhouse around 36 a little earlier you know there's bj ojalari uh nolan smith might slip a little bit because he's a little undersized will mcdonald there, there's a lot of guys there i don't know who the rams are gonna like i don't know who they like felix and uzama a guy like that uh, i'm not a, a trained player evaluator i just kind of go yeah. by what i read and, Absolutely, and yeah. uh, the noise i hear but those those are guys that i think 
have to be under consideration. And it's a matter of which one, which one are they willing to give up uh, a later pick to move up six spots or whatever to go ahead and grab. But yeah, that first pick, so it's got to be edge, right? It just seems to it, to me it's just it just has to be edge. But yeah, well, and, and and I think the only reason is it's not edge is if there's a player at another position that you're really you know you're really in love with, right? My my other concern about this draft though is currently right now um, we only have Fuller and Yeast as safety on the roster. Um, I know that we have lost a lot of our secondary this offseason. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, w- what are your thoughts on, you know, for, first off, Jordan Fuller, I still think, you know, when he's healthy, he's one of the best safeties that, you know, in the NFL. Um, and and I'm, I'm happy that, that, you know, he's there and I, I hope that he's healthy this year. Um, but clearly safety is another position that's, that's going to need to be addressed in the draft. Yeah, I Fuller obviously, if he stays healthy, he's fine. And I really liked what I saw from Russ Yeast. I, I mentioned just on one of my podcasts. I get lost and oh, produce so much content. Lake, but, sorry. Thank you, Sauce. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Quint, Quentin Lake. I was going to mention him. Yes, and Russ him. Yeast was a seventh round pick and, and played like a third or fourth rounder. So I think with those three guys, I wouldn't say you know we're solid, but I. I I think we're gonna I think we're gonna use a later pick on a safety and we'll be fine. When I say we'll be fine, I mean at some point you just gotta say, hey, these are the four guys we're gonna roll with. And if they roll with you know, I would think Yeast and Fuller would be the starters. And then they draft one in the sixth round. And what they've got, they got Nick Scott in the seventh, they got Jordan Fuller in the sixth. So I I hopefully they can find a, a fourth guy uh, late in the draft to come in and help that group. But Quentin Lake, I don't know much about Quentin Lake, but I know um, a lot of people think he showed a lot of promise. Hey, we'll have more from Payo Time next episode. Make sure you find his channel. Search for Payo Time. You'll find him easy enough on YouTube and subscribe. He's a diehard Ram fan with lots of great content. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe. Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamama.